Hello, everybody. Welcome to another conversation. Justin and I are joined today by John, but more special than John, because we see John every week. We have Kelly Conway joining us, the um, daughter of the very famous Tim Conway. How are you doing today, Kelly? Good. Thanks for having me. No, no problem at all. What made you decide to write a book about your father? Well, I wasn't going to, and I'd never had any thoughts um, to do it at all. Um, but somebody, after my dad passed away, um, somebody approached me and asked if I wanted to. And I said, I don't know. I mean, I I care about all this stuff, but I don't know if anybody else really would. But they disagreed. And we wrote a treatment, and um, a publisher liked it. And we went from there, and we started writing um gosh just like at the very beginning of lockdown uh in 2020 like february march um is, is uh i noticed on your imdb that you actually were in one film during your your life um is there a reason you decided not to follow in your dad's footsteps like uh, what what is it what are you doing now yeah it's horrible to be on camera <laughs> <laughs> I get it. it I my trust dad, me. My dad wrote a little scene in a movie called The Long Shot. And I was there. I was a stand-in and I was an extra and I was helping the wardrobe people. And I was all over the place when they were shooting it. Um, so he thought it would be fun if I did a little scene with him. And it was it was cute, but I don't I don't know. I'd rather I do um I'm a costume designer and I do oh. wardrobe and um stylist and so I'm behind the scenes person well i have a quick question uh your father was born in willoughby ohio and so i was just curious did he ever uh come up to visit uh ohio during his lifetime or did he still have family back there or was it oh yeah kind of moved or whatnot we his parents um lived in chagrin falls until they okay. passed away um but we were there every summer from the day after school got out here in la to literally probably the Sunday before Labor Day, the entire summer, to spend with his parents. Um, and my dad's an only child, so we were the only grandchildren, and there's six of us. I have five younger brothers. And so we were there every summer, all summer, and my mom and dad would uh, would come, would fly us back there, uh, and stay for a couple of days, and then they would fly back to LA and have a summer by themselves, which they liked. Um, and my grandparents loved it too. So we spent a lot of time there and my dad spent a lot of time there too. In fact, I think I'm going, uh, to do something for the book back okay. to Sugar and Falls. Oh, that's cool. nice. We I might noticed... have to come up and buy a copy of the book and say hi. <laughs> uh, really? You guys, are you guys in Ohio? Yeah. Columbus. yeah we're all in Columbus. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll, t I'll let you know. I'll make sure to let you know. Um, and maybe I'll come down to Columbus. Sure. It'll be fun. I noticed. I noticed you spent summers in Cleveland, not winters. Smart move. Smart exactly. move. We knew better. <laughs> the grandparents came out. My grandparents came out during the during the winter. They drove out a lot. I, I would too. I would. I would take a train or a car or whatever they could to get out of Cleveland in the it winter. It was so fun there, though. It's such <laughs> a. Um, I feel most comfortable in the Midwest. Like my mom's from uh, Dearborn, Michigan. My dad's from Chagrin, and um, just nice people and nice families and. People behave out there for more than they behave in LA. <laughs> is, is it I'm hard time out here in LA? 
Is it hard to sit down and write a book about your dad? No. And I thought it would be, I'm not a writer at all. I can tell a story. Uh, I can tell a good story, but I'm not a writer. And Caroline St. Clair, who uh, wrote it with me, is a beautiful writer. And so um, I would tell, we met about three or four days a week on the phone um, during the lockdown. Um, she lives in Florida. So we wrote a few days a week and back and forth uh, over Zoom or just phone calls. And the, the, the body of the work wasn't hard because it was honestly like, it was just things that happened to us growing up. And, and the more, at first when they said, you should write a book, I went, I, don't, I barely care. Why would anybody else? So, um, but but Caroline liked the stories and and they were fun to tell. And my dad had a, just a fun way of bringing us up. So actually, long story, long answer. It was easy because my dad was. Uh, There's always something happening. So it wasn't just a regular day at the pool or you know a Saturday at home. He would have something like a swim meet or a house painting party or something. So. So when cre creating anything, there's a lot of stuff that gets left on the cutting room floor for whatever we're making. Is was there anything in that wasn't in the book that was like the the that almost made it that you really wish you could have kind of worked in? Is there any stories that might have? Well, it's funny because I I feel like I put in all of the stories that I wanted to that that could relate. I mean that people could relate to. But my brother Tim Jr. has a radio show on KFI in LA every uh every weekday um and he he tells stories about my dad a lot and he tells stories about our family and growing up and i'm driving around listening to him sometimes and i think oh why didn't i put that story in but that was his story so i mean we all kind of remember the same thing because we were only six kids only in eight years so we're all we're all little jerks at once but um but i think i got everything in i mean I, there's a couple that sure that I could have, but I think it's a good, I think there's some good stories in it and there's enough. I mean, I don't want to put people to sleep. <laughs> I, I'm sure they're fine stories and I can't wait to check it out. They're good but... stories. Cause my dad was, and my mom, they're both, um, they're just, you know, Midwest parents. I gotta I ask. Considering your mom is from Michigan and your dad's from Ohio, was there any yeah. football feuds between the two of them? No, <laughs> they um, not really. I mean, that my mom was really sporty. My mom was a phys ed teacher and she was really athletic. So we, uh, they trained us <laughs> to be athletes and to be uh, to like every sport. And because there's six of us, we had our own hockey team. Um, we had, uh, tournaments at the house. We had a tennis court. So my dad made it into a hockey rink, uh, on the weekend. So we played a lot of hockey. I was a goalie for a long time. I was going to ask because one of the snippets, uh, that we looked at, uh, about the book is you mentioned your dad built a go-kart track in your backyard. And I was like, Hey, I put an ice rink in my backyard every year. That's kind of cool. So it is. It's, it's, I mean, we got in trouble. I mean, ultimately my mom hated it because we were wrecking the tennis court every time we put our skates on and, and skate on the tennis court, which we were so lucky to have. 
Um, we've gotten a lot of trouble, but finally, I think she just gave up. But we were pretty good hockey players. <laughs> well, how, how about the go-karts? How did you do with those? Did you? The uh... go-karts, my dad built a track. Um, we had kind of a winding long driveway to our house and he'd set up obstacle courses with cones and hills and dirt and pine cones and wood and whatever he could um, to just short of dying. I mean, a lot of emergency room trips, uh, a lot of stitches, a lot of concussions, but <laughs> no, one, no one died in the making of our lives. What, what is it like growing up to a famous father? It's, I should have answered your question at first uh, to why I wrote the book. And um, that's the first question everybody asks me when they find out who my dad is or, cause I don't announce it coming into a room necessarily. Um, but if people put my last name together with his or somebody tell somebody, um, they always ask, what was it like growing up with him in the house and it was awesome it was there's there's there was no downside because in those days it wasn't social media crazy so it wasn't people didn't know your every move and and besides my dad's no kardashian so people really didn't care you know i mean they cared but it wasn't scandalous and it wasn't um it wasn't privacy invading it was just really lucky we got to do a lot of fun things that um that we know where we were fortunate to have you know every week we got to go see him at cbs when they shot the carol burnett show um every, pretty much every week every for sure like three times a month to go watch uh on thursdays they would tape on fridays on thursdays we got to go because they wouldn't really allow kids on the tape day for grownups only, but we were lucky. We had a lot of, uh, we had a normal childhood and it was really fun, really fun. I gotta ask, I'm sure you're gonna be answering a lot of questions about your dad over the next few months with the book coming out, but tell us about Kelly. What does Kelly like to do? Like, What are some of your favorite movies or TV shows? Well, I um, I do mostly commercials in my job. I'm a costume designer, so um, I'm a stylist on commercials. I pretty much work just so I can ski. Um, <laughs> all I want to do, it's 32 days until our ski hill opens up about five hours north of LA. Um, so I ski a lot. I have a, I live in Malibu and um, have a great life out here. A lot of good friends. My favorite movie is Field of Dreams. Um, what else? Just could waiting I, for the ski hills to open. Could I ask what your favorite, uh, what's your favorite project that your dad worked on, whether it was his own show or one of the movies that he was in? Do you have a favorite of his catalog? I loved, um, I loved the movies that he wrote that weren't, necessarily uh big money makers but the long shot i loved because it was about the racetrack and he loved the racetrack um the private eyes i loved um uh the ones with don knots when he partnered with don knots what i thought were the best and and not a lot of people know that he wrote a bunch of them so and so he wrote them in about three hours 
Really? <laughs> he'd, he'd say, like, on a Sunday afternoon, he'd go, you know what? I'm going to write a movie. <laughs> Talk, call me in the morning. i go, okay. And then I would go, you know, because that was not – he didn't work um, on a computer much. He honestly had a typewriter, and he wrote on a typewriter. And uh, I'd go over, and he'd have a copy of a movie, um, honestly, by Monday morning. Wow. Wow. Um, real quickly, if I can go back uh, again, um, you mentioned, you know, of course, Don Knotts and Harvey Corman was a uh, was a collaborator with your dad on a lot of projects. Uh, did they ever stop by the house? Did you have like a pretty close relationship with some of those collaborators or were they just uh, they're just dad's co-workers? No, they were they um, my parents were. They had a lot of parties and we pretty much every weekend they were at someone's house and all of his kids would go or all the kids of those people you just mentioned. Um, Harvey's kids, Carol's kids, um, uh, Ernie Anderson, who you, I'm sure you guys know who mm -hmm. that is, um, and his four kids. Uh, like I said, my dad always had, it wasn't just to you know come over for some hamburgers and hot dogs. He would have a volleyball tournament in the pool or a swim meet. <laughs> <laughs> or a uh, shuffleboard tournament, something, volleyball, um, badminton, uh, something planned with T-shirts and trophies and team names and numbers. Um, so there was a pretty much, I think it was a lot of the time at our house, um, but they would always stop by. McLean Stevenson was a really good friend growing up. He would, um, he picked me up sometimes from school in his really cool convertible. And if my parents were busy, he'd come pick me up and we'd cruise around Ventura Boulevard for a while. That's awesome. So they were like these, like Harvey and McLean, um, Ernest Borgnine was a good friend. Um, they would come over and they were like, you know, uncles or, you know, they were family. It was really, really fun way to grow up. Absolutely. Cool. You ready? You ready to be going on tour with your book? You excited about that? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a little different than we first thought of it, you know, traveling around because of everything that's going on in the world. But this is pretty great. I mean, I'm not ever late to these things because there's no driving involved. It's right in my house. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I think I am going to go to New York and Chagrin to do some stuff. Um, but, yeah, a lot of it can be done from here, which is get to meet a lot more people that way for sure you should do book signings at ski slopes like in like the, the lodges so you can like use that to go see random ski slopes around the country be like i'm That's gonna sign my idea. book here <laughs> then i must spend the saturday going down the slope exactly i'll keep them in a backpack and That's throw right. them off the just throw them at people just <laughs> hoping hoping not to kill anyone from the gondola <laughs> enjoy the read yeah, I'll keep a couple boxes in the back of the trunk of my car. There you go, <laughs> Justin. That's pretty good. It's a pretty I mean, good idea. If, if yeah, you have a thing you can do, and you're having a release in November, like it pairs up real well with winter sports for sure. Yeah, actually, um, the book was supposed to be released November first. They pushed it to December fifteenth, which just by coincidence is my dad's birthday. Oh, oh, that's, that's great. Cool. That's so I cool. thought that was pretty cool, and it wasn't. I think they were just deciding between, you know, December 1st or the 15th or January 1st because it got a little bit delayed um, from November 1st. But they just randomly picked the 15th. And so I think that's a pretty cool blessing um, that it's on his birthday. So that's pretty good. 
That, that is a really good date because for people like me that do last minute Christmas shopping, like that's a perfect gift to grab. I think so too. And, and like I said, it's, um, it's a, it's a sweet story and it's an easy read. It's not, it's not too, uh, it's not complicated. It's just a bunch of nice stories. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it's a book full of drama or anything. So that's great. Yeah. There's a little drama in the end because, um, when my dad uh, got sick, my stepmom didn't want me to be involved or be able to see him. So that was that was rough. But um, in the end, he had, you know, a long life of great, great times. The last couple of years were a little bit rough, but what do you I'm uh... sure I, I I, I think this, you know, when people say, oh, your dad's in a better place. I'm like, no, a better place would be right here next to me. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. That would be the best place. But for him to have seen the, what happened, you know, worldwide this last year and a half would have been, um, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have taken to that well. What do you and think it would, his, and it would have been hard to see him, you know, if he wasn't well and, you know, being cautious about seeing you know, people in their 80s uh, and, and being so careful. I think I would have worried to death uh, about him. So I'll see him again. What do you think his uh, legacy is in Hollywood? He's, I mean, and I don't, I've never heard anyone say a bad word about my dad. And I... I don't think necessarily people would, you know, if I showed up on set somewhere and people would go, oh, I met your dad, he's a real a-hole or whatever. I don't think people would necessarily say that to me, but I think eventually it would come around where I would hear like, oh God, like, why would he do that? But no, I've never heard a bad word. And it's all, it, he's, he laid such groundwork for us to, my brothers and I, um, to be good in our lives and to treat people nicely and you know everybody has their moments and um you know i'll defend myself or i will you know stick up for family member and good friends but all in all it just just be a nice person like my dad was he was nice to everyone and and it was genuine, you know, he, he treated everybody equally. And I know that sounds like, Oh God, um, like I'm making it up, but he was, he was kind and generous and funny and smart. And we're, we're just a watered down version of that. <laughs> but if we can, if we can keep that up, uh, to treat everybody pretty nicely and all of this, that would be, that would be good. And my, cause my dad was just, I mean, the nice part and also the clean part, you know, he's, he didn't, none of his stand up or any of his movies or anything were, you know, there was no real language in it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you were at home, there might be a little saltier language, but, uh, but he, but he was clean and he wanted to be able to make sure we could watch everything that he did. And my, his grandchildren, my nieces and, and, you know, cousins and everybody, he wanted everyone to be able to watch it and not have to edit it for kids, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. clean, honest life. Well, Kelly, I want to thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. 
I can hear the excitement and the passion in your voice that you had for your father, which is good. I'm, I'm glad that you guys had that great, fantastic relationship. And I want to thank you for coming on and talking to us. I cannot wait to buy the book. And I will bring it to see you when you come to Ohio to get it autographed. And um, I, I hope the book is a huge success. And when the book does come out, let us know so we can make sure we're promoting it as much as we can. Yeah, maybe we'll do it again. Um because it's not for you know another month. Yeah, enough, December, so, right? Um, yeah, December fifteenth. Maybe we'll okay. maybe we'll do it again, or I'll or I'll come out there or something. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be but, yeah. awesome. But I, I saw that Audible. You were narrating it. How how did that go? Sorry, real quick. I just know we're it was. Go, but... You guys are making or um what you said made me cry. <laughs> I miss my dad. <laughs> for sure. But it's not a sad thing. It's I just I I thank you for having me. The audiobook was hard. It was like I'm not a. Like I said, I can tell a story, but not from reading it. I can just go ahead and tell it. But it was, the engineer was the nicest, most patient man on the planet because there were a lot of mistakes. And I've never done anything like that. Um, and, you know, it's reading seven hours a day. <laughs> we, a did about, we did about eight chapters a day. Um, so that was a lot. But after the first day, I was nervous. And, but then you get kind of used to it. And then by the fourth day, you're like, I don't like the way I did that. Can we back it up to blah, blah, blah? Like, it's like, okay, take it easy. You know, I got this, but um, it was fun and it was hard. So when you hear these audiobooks and people reading them, uh, know that it was, it's work. <laughs> mm. And I have much better appreciation for people that do that for a living. Oh my God. It's a lot of, listening to my stupid voice so (laughs) we'll see yeah well again thank you for joining us uh do you have any social medias or website that you want to promote they don't even have a website up now um i know the books the books available on amazon and i think at target and uh all the big bookstores my social media is kelly three underscores conway on instagram not on facebook um but yeah, we'll have what well, you know. What, I'll tell you guys that when we do this, maybe if we do it again, um, it's kind of early. They still don't have stuff up, but I'll let you guys know. Okay, please. Sounds That's good. Fantastic, awesome. and everybody, please check out the description below. I will put the links to all of Kelly's stuff. Kelly, again, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a blast. And everybody else, follow us at Three Geeks Podcast. Hit that like, subscribe, and follow. Have a great night.